What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1244 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen to a conversation between myself and an entrepreneur just like you. And today we're speaking with Julie Brown. Courage Ignite is a phrase that she always uses. It's her Instagram handle, Julie Brown Courage Ignite. And she has a podcast called Bold Becoming. And what she helps people with, I mean, it took her a while to land on this, but what she really helps people with, she coaches people through, and her podcast is about is helping people through unexpected identity loss. For example, like when the rug gets pulled out under you. And in this conversation today, we have a very, very lengthy conversation about making it easy for people to understand what it is that you help them with. Because there's a difference between like the technical and more scientific way that maybe you approach or or diagnose, for example, for lack of a better term, what your audience is going through and what they might need help with versus What are the words and what's the language that they feel and the emotions that they're going through and language that they would respond to, right? If you were serving an audience and you gave them more of a technical version of what it is they're going through, they're going to be less likely to be attracted to that. Now, there is something that happens, and we do talk about this, when a person can identify like the technical term for what they're going through, that feels very good to, you know, know that you're not alone, that other people have thought about this, that there might be a solution to it. Great. But the initial draw, the carrot, if you will, is not going to be that. It's going to be something else. So we discover what that might be for Julie today. And we talk about her upcoming book and how we might be able to use the podcast to promote those things and a lot more. So I think this will be a great episode today for you. If you want to sit back and take notes, you're welcome to do that or you can do that after. So anyway, thank you so much to Julie. And uh, here she is. Let's enjoy the show. Julie, welcome to Ask Pat. Thanks so much for taking the time to hang out with me today. Well, thank you for allowing me to show up. Yeah, this is going to be lots of fun. Why don't we get to know you a little bit first? Julie, tell us what it is that you do and, and how you got there a little bit. Well, how I got there is an awful long story, but I'm a former medical social worker. And then I had to stop doing that. And for many years, I've been trying to find a way to use my therapeutic voice again. And finally, I have come into doing coaching and somehow ended up starting a podcast last year. And for for a number of years, I've been trying to find a topic to sort of teach on. And so I found my topic a couple of years ago, which is unexpected identity loss when the rugs pulled out from under you. And so that's what my podcast is about. And now I'm writing a book about the same topic, Mastering Change. Wow. Good for you. That's amazing. And when you say you like kind of put a podcast together somehow like like tell me about that decision and and what that's done for you well i did buy your podcast course way back when when you were beta testing it but i never used it sorry that's okay that was that was was were you in at chalene johnson's event at at that one yeah nice okay and so i'm so happy that it all worked out but i just I kind of knew that, well, I wanted to actually do a blog, but I end up writing too much. And so I never did that. And then in this business course last year, that they said, okay, start a podcast. And so I started one and then it didn't go very far. And because I wasn't interviewing anybody, I was just sort of talking off the top of my head because I didn't like really have a clear topic. And then later in the year, I got in an actual podcast class And I still didn't quite have the topic. And then I realized, oh, let me just do the topic that I love, which is this identity loss and forced identity transition. 
And so what it's done for me is it has shown me with no doubt that my topic and the material that I bring is of value because of what I hear from the listeners. And so it just propels me to like continue forward. And then plus, it's just been so interesting talking to so many people. And what I wanted to have happen has happened, which is after you interview a certain number of people, you start to see patterns. And so now I have those patterns and now I'm able to write this book, which will then you know, hopefully get the message out. What I want to do is get the message out that we don't have to be in this in the closet with our identity transition. It takes longer than we want, longer than we think, and people get tired of hearing about it. And so we we go in the closet with it. And I'm trying to sort of actually make a cultural shift. And, and so that's what I'm trying to do. That's so good. And I love how you are using the podcast to understand what do people actually need help with? What's the language that they're using? What are the commonalities? And, and now you're turning it into a book, uh, which, is, which is fantastic. Before we move on, Julie, where can people go to learn more about your work and you know website, all that kind of stuff? You can find me on Instagram at Julie Brown Courage Ignite or on Facebook. I think that's the best place right now. Cool. Courage Ignite. I like that terminology or that name. Is that the name of the brand or the coaching program or, or what you have? And that's the name of my business. I don't actually know the difference between a brand and a business. But anyway, I came up with that in a Seth Godin marketing course where, you know, you go through all these layers of, you know, how to come up with all kinds of things. And, and I like it. I like it too. I like it too. So it sounds like we want to talk about, well, how do we actually spread more awareness to what it is that you're doing? How do we grow the brand? How do we, how do we market this thing? Is that, is that where you want to focus on today? That is because let me tell you, one of the problems is the language that I use is unexpected identity loss and people instantly think it's identity theft and that's not at all what it's about. And then when I use the word identity transition, forced identity transition because of this identity loss, then it goes into, you know, gender transitioning stuff. And so it's been a little bit, hmm, it's just not so straightforward. Yeah. I mean, that's a big thing that needs to be figured out, right? Because if we can't necessarily connect easily at that level, then it, then, then how are people going to be able to not just find you, but, you know, share you, right? That's how things spread is through sharing. We could do as much work as we can to do search engine optimization or get in front of people through ads, but it's when people share with each other that that exponential growth continues to happen. It's people linking to your stuff on other blogs. It's people talking about your podcast on their podcast. So there are some things that we could do here. Number one, we could do a little bit more research and even have conversations about how people describe this or you know, maybe there's a more medical specific term or maybe this is the medical specific term and it is actually confusing, but how might people talk about it with others? So finding communities that exist and finding out what these people or how these people are relating to each other is gonna be really key, right? That terminology, those definitions, that's something that you can then pull out. And I'm sure you have some ideas, but here's the second part of this. You take a stance and you create the terminology. You get, you can invent it, right? And you, you can become known for that. Maybe that becomes the tagline of your book. And then people are like, what is that? Well, this is what I'm calling this because how everybody else talks about it becomes confusing. And so you can actually step up to create that. And that's the thing that a lot of creators don't 
even think about, right? We are often just playing curator. Trying to fit into other people's boxes. Exactly, exactly. But what if you just created a better box? <laughs> How does that resonate with you? What, what are your thoughts on that? That's super exciting. One thing that though that I did leave off is that in my book program, my teacher helped me come up with sort of the larger topic that my topics is connected to. And that's basically the pace of change and mastering change. And in my topic is the niche. And so actually that's the working title of my book is Mastering Change, Why the Most Successful Individuals Learn to Harness Life's Most Challenging Moments to Become Who They Want to Be. And so within that is the identity transition, but without using that cumbersome clinical language that nobody really knows about. Like, how would you describe that to just like me or a person you're having coffee with? Like, what does that actually mean? So what it means is that when you have the rug pulled out from under you, you've been forced into this change that you didn't ask for. And it's the process of, grieving your losses, and then making new choices to rebuild who you are. So I'm hearing words like old life, new life, the idea of radical change, right? Not just like, oh, today. This is a transformation. Transformation. Oh, my gosh. that's a, That word is so overused. It, it is overused, but you could use that to your advantage, right? Not just naming your book transformation, for example, because that can mean anything. It can mean anything from a transformer toy to, you know, a gender change versus some other words that go specifically around that. And maybe it starts with honing in even more. Maybe it's specifically career transformation, right? No, because it's not only about career. Right. I mean, that's a part of it, right? That's one thing. Yeah. What I'm saying is like, take my niche, for example, entrepreneurship. I mean, that's huge. Right. That, that could be digital, physical, e-commerce, coaching agencies, whatever. But if I start with a specific part of that, for example, if I say, hey, I'm going to help for right now, not the book that you're writing, which is going to encompass all of this. It's like in a particular podcast episode, I'm going to say, hey, for all the authors out there, I'm going to help you build your book writing business in this episode. And wow, now the author who's going through that in their life right now, I can talk to them about the exact situation they're going through. So in your case, it might be specifically, and I just use that example for career is like, okay, one episode is like radical life transformation, identity loss and identity gain as, as a result of losing your job. Because when you lose your job, you don't even know who you are anymore. I know this because I felt that too when I got laid off. And I had to make certain life choices. I had to consider who I was or what my goals were gonna be. And I think that particular episode is gonna relate to really hard a specific group of people, but also, and this is where it's counterintuitive, that episode, although it's niche to those people in those specific moments of their life, that can be now talked about and shared with other people who they know are also going through the same thing. But it all encompasses entrepreneurship down the road. I still teach book marketers and digital product people, physical product people, all the same principles. You need an email list. You need to know what your audience is talking about. It's all the same thing. It's just now packaged differently in these individual episodes. It's like, because we're talking about awareness and spreading the word, right? And people will spread when, they'll spread the word when it's easier for them to talk about something because it's something that they're going through too, right? 
it's the story of a guy who invented a, a bug spray, a universal bug spray. It literally killed every single bug. <laughs> but he sold it in the store and nobody bought it because people don't have a universal bug problem. They have an ant problem. They have a spider problem. They have a roach problem. So he took that same formula, put it into a different can, and it just sold out. So I'm just trying to challenge you a little bit with on your individual pieces of content, how you can use that to connect and spread, but they all channel back to what it is that you're ultimately teaching, all the same principles, all the same, you know, the book that eventually people are going to read. Right. So that is exactly how the book is structured. I have these, this introductory talking about identity loss, forced identity transition, and then I have these principles that people use to overcome it. And then in the last section three, it's applying the principles. And I have it broken into three categories, health, relationship, and career. So exactly what you're saying. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're pulling like a piece out that is it's like a small piece of a much larger whole. But that piece is Where the... Where people can find themselves. Exactly. Exactly. You, you got it. When you said you don't know who you are anymore or something to that nature, that I had goosebumps when you said that. Because that is a feeling now that anybody in any part of their life could relate to. When you say identity loss, I'm not thinking of necessarily like, you know, credit card theft or anything, but I just don't connect with that phrase, right? But when you said what exactly you said earlier, I wish I could play it back specifically, but it was like, when, when you don't know who you are anymore, I mean, wow, that's so heavy and, and draws me in. I do have some bullet points, and that's one of the bullet points in the introduction. And th so what happens is, is that when people actually do know what I'm talking about, and then they have the label identity loss, it sort of is a comforting thing because they hadn't ever had it packaged and understood it. And that's what happened to me. That name dropped in my lap at like 7.30 in the morning during an existential crisis, the topic. But I have to get them there before I can give them that. Right. You can't lead with that. I can't right. lead with that. Right. It's like a person who goes in for some medical help. It's the difference between a doctor saying right up front, you have, and then they offer this huge Latin name for a disease. And you're like, I don't even know what that means. I can't connect with that. Right. Right. Versus talking about the symptoms. Exactly. Hey, I know that you experience migraine headaches like every single week. You have these rashes that develop when you stress out or whatever. And again, I'm not a doctor or anything, so I, I don't know what I'm necessarily saying. But then a person go, yeah, I feel that. Mm -hmm, exactly. Thank you. You know exactly what I'm going through. And then you go, well, we have a name for that. That's right. the, 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 the long Latin name. Now I feel comfort because you shared that, oh, A, I'm not alone in this. B, this is something that you do know about, and so I'm not weird. And three, okay, then, well, that means that possibly there's some cure for this because you now have identified it. And so if you lead with identity loss, it's not going to work. But if that's where they end up, I think that's, like you said, comforting. I love that word for that. And that's what I love about my podcast is you know, there's a million and one podcasts about overcoming adversity. And my podcast is about overcoming adversity. But I keep being able to draw it into this specific named part of overcoming adversity. And people appreciate that. And it makes it it just makes it more interesting, I guess, for me, at least. So what I was saying earlier about like, creating your own term for this, 
I don't think we need to do that because that term already exists. It's identity loss in this sort of way that you're talking about it. But what needs to happen is all these conversations and these relatable things beforehand or the thing that a person's going through that they can sort of see themselves in that then gets drawn into, well, this is what it's happening here. So what's what's the name of your podcast? Bold Becoming. See, if you named it Identity Loss Podcast, like how would that resonate? <laughs> really boring. It's like... <laughs> it wouldn't come across, right? But you do talk about identity loss in your show. So I love that. You're doing all the right things. I just think that we might be able to put more gusto into ownership of you are making this movement here, right? You are taking the lead on this versus like what we were saying earlier, playing in everybody else's boxes. Like, no, no, no. This is a new box and this is, it's more important. And there's a mission here that I'm on that I, we're all in this together kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So what might that mean for you from this point forward as far as taking ownership of that responsibility for that mission and that drive? What maybe different or newer actions might be required of you? Well, so that's sort of the why I'm doing this book is to really get it consolidated and, you know, have a a little framework. The book is a great idea. Yeah. How are we going to have people find the book? In my book class, they have this audience building and that's what I'm supposed to also be doing. And I guess I'm not where I was last year, completely terrified and not able to show up at all because I've done this podcast since December. And also I did some Facebook live every week. Oh, good for you. You just literally jumped in deep end to, to get comfortable. Yeah. And so now I see that, you know, when, when I that actually what I talk about is a value. And, and so that's where I am right now is I need to start doing posts about my book and, yep. and, and also ask people to, to read. So I don't mind doing the posts, like all of that. I got my feet wet last year and I'm not, like, I'm completely graduated from being paralyzed (laughs) (laughs) or even like showing up here talking to you live. I mean, this is not what I would do last year, but I didn't have it all. You know, it's like I got to have it consolidated in my own mind before I show up and talk about it. And so it's getting consolidated. And yeah, what I guess what's paralyzing me right now is, is really asking people to read, you know, be beta readers for my book. Sure. That's exactly what you want to do, right? You want to get people to check out the book. You want to share parts of it already and let people know. I mean, book marketing doesn't happen when the book is finished. It happens even before the book is written. So the fact that you know that already is great because you can get ahead of it and you can build authority through the examples. Then the book becomes just basically the natural part of the conversation you've been having with your audience for so long. But the one thing I would recommend is like the next time we chat, whenever that might be. I wanna get this sense of feeling that this is like, I didn't feel the confidence yet no. in what you're teaching. It's like a tone belief, more ethereal thing versus like just what you're saying. Like this is what I was talking about earlier about like stepping up and taking ownership. And it's a difference between going, well, you know, I guess it's this or, you know, I help people with this versus, okay, here's what happens. When a person goes through a life change, their world gets rocked. And what happens is two things. You can go down this deep, dark hole or 
you can learn about Level identity up. loss and yeah exactly so i think i think you're you're ready i mean you have a book coming out and that's going to put you on the map and that's going to level up your authority just inherently but it needs to come from from within and it sounds like you've already started that process of putting yourself out there getting comfortable with that and that's a hard thing to do that's what separates those who are successful from those who are not those who want that but aren't going to take that action and then people like you julie who are putting yourselves out there a little bit outside your comfort zone but that's where the growth a little bit <laughs> but that, that's where the growth happens so i'm very proud of you for what you're doing and this is so important i mean you're changing lives with what it is that you're teaching and that should hopefully get you through a lot of those hurdles that are going to come across your way in this book writing process and the brand building process so i i hope this was encouraging to hear and i'm just i'm in full support of what you're doing Thank you so much. I guess the one thing that I didn't want to say that I know that I is the next step is to have some kind of group that's actually interactive because the Facebook group, it was pretty dead. It was only me showing up. There was no engagement. Well, there was a tiny bit of engagement, but hardly anybody showed up. And so that's what I don't know how to do is, is start a group and know what to do with it. Yeah, I mean, we have some resources on the SPI side of things as far as community building. That's been the big focus for us the last couple of years. And so we have a lot of resources to help you with that. But I think a community is great, not just because, yes, you could potentially have people pay to get access to it. But even if you didn't, you're getting access to literally your target audience and their thoughts, their opinions, their stories, and they become people who could come on to your show at some point and then probably be the best testimonials you could ever ask for. So, you know, I would just recommend diving into SPI and the community related stuff that we have. And Julie, I look forward to seeing what the next steps are because you're right there. And I think this is gonna be a really inspirational episode for people. So one more time, can you tell people the name of your podcast and where they can find all of your work? Okay, the name of my podcast, I'm Julie Brown and the podcast is Bold Becoming. And you can find me on Instagram at Julie Brown Courage Ignite or Facebook, Julie Brown Courage Ignite. Awesome. Thank you, Julie. Appreciate you coming on and being vulnerable and like just showing up today. I think there's a lot of great things in store for you in the future. Thanks, Pat. Really appreciate this. All right. I hope you enjoy that conversation with Julie Brown. Again, you can find her podcast, Bold Becoming, or you can reach out to her if you have something to offer on Instagram, Julie Brown Courage Ignite. Uh, Thank you, Julie. I appreciate you. And thank you, the listener, for listening all the way through. That means a lot. And I appreciate you. This has been so much fun to connect with all different kinds of people who talk about all different kinds of things, who target all different kinds of audiences. And it's funny because a lot of the principles that can help with your business and and the growth and your amplification of your message, it, it doesn't matter who you're sending that message to. These principles remain the same no matter who it is you're talking to. So I'm hopeful that episodes like this, which, yes, are very specific to certain people in the situations, can help you too. And from what I've heard, the feedback from the audience who's listening here, it does just that. Sometimes you have to think about it a little bit. Other times it's just super obvious. But hopefully there's been some golden nuggets here for you in this episode. And I look forward to serving you in the next one. If you want to do yourself a favor, hit that subscribe button since you're here so that you can make sure you don't miss the upcoming episodes. And I look forward to serving you then. Till then, cheers, take care, and as always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is Sarah Jane Hess. Our series producer is David Grabowski. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session.
Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.